From Viewmaster to Immortal, Toda is one bad hobgob. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Lord Toda. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links. Now I'm referencing the original DL modules, the Age of Mortal source book, and the novel Lord Toda for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. One might rightly ask why anyone would look kindly on Toda. His life is one of bitter survivalism and cowardice. He would just as likely turn on his own men and stand and fight the enemy. How then could there be any redeeming qualities for this nefarious hobgoblin? Besides being the most long-lived in every sense of the word villain in the Dragonlance saga, he has proved time and again to be the very personification of the second law of consequence, evil feeds upon itself. Understand that you have no obligation to respect the tenacity of this hob of all hobs, but seeing as he was the first evil leader we were introduced to in Dragons of Autumn Twilight, and he's still out there thriving as the Lord of Flotsam with a resume submitted to Judith the Hell Maiden and Keeper of the Peace in the Abyss for Tachesis, on the off chance he manages to stay dead the next time he's killed, and I would say he is pretty damned, I could have stopped there, impressive. Toda outlived Dragon Highlord after Dragon Highlord, then Dragon Overlord after Dragon Overlord. He has foiled many heroes' plans to their utter dismay and disbelief, been burned to death, eaten alive, and run over. And that's just the beginning of it. But he keeps coming back. You may rightly blame denizens of the abyss for this, and I won't fault you, but it was Toda that it happened to, no one else. So let's stop pretending there isn't anything humorous and entertaining about this creature and get to know Toda through all his faults and foibles. Toda is a hobgoblin, but not the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition war leader looking hobgoblin, no. Toda isn't even the samurai-styled hobgoblin from Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1st edition from whence he came. Toad is more like, well, an anthropomorphic toad. You know, a frog that walks upright. But, his appearance aside, he was born into a small hobgoblin tribe in Abanasinia. His mother ruled the tribe, and this reality is possibly what gave him his overblown and undeserved confidence. Toda was bright, industrious, eager, and cunning, and though many rivals tried to have him killed off, Toda was always one step ahead. He is truly bright for a hobgob. The dragon army swept across Ancelon early in the War of the Lands and came across his tribe. The dragon army demanded subjugation, and as his mother knew the tribe would end up as cannon fodder if they joined the army, and Toda could spot an opportunity a mile away, he chose to murder his own mother and pledge loyalty to the dragon army in exchange for a position of leadership. See what I mean by ambitious? <laughs> he was granted the leadership role of Fewmaster and attached to the Red Dragon Army under the Dragon Highlord Verminard. Fewmaster Toda's initial role was to find the Blue Crystal Staff, and as the Dragon Army used the Seekers to control the population of the Banasinia, they operated in open defiance of the Seekers' promises to the population. 
By the time it was realized that the discs of Mishakal were stolen from the Black Dragon Cassanth and Zack Saroth, Tota was reassigned to collecting slaves for the mines and packs Tharkas. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever tried to have your party surrender to any group, no matter how menacing. I have never been successful, with my players always choosing to fight to the death rather than live to fight another day. But Fumaster Tota not only was wildly successful in capturing heroes, he captured the heroes of the Lance. And of course, it was temporary, but I think we can justifiably blame all of that on the Gully Dwarf and future King of Pax Tharkas, Seston. After all, Fumaster Tota did. But heroes would go on to do what heroes do and defeat the High Lord Verminard, so Tota would be reassigned as the High Master or Military Governor of Flotsam over a Black Dragon Wing. This was entirely unfair, according to High Master Tota, as he didn't command the respect or military action other High Lords did. And when those heroes of the lands came through Flotsam, Tota was sure to keep his distance. After all, he did have a lot on his plate as the ruler of Flotsam. He couldn't be expected to turn his attention to those pesky heroes, could he? There was a brief time when High Master Toto was called to serve as the temporary High Lord of the White Dragon Army, but his cowardice in battle saw him return to Flotsam in a role it seemed he was destined to fulfill. High Master Toto decided to engage in a Kender hunt, though it did not go quite as planned. The Kender, Cronin Thistlenaut, woke a green dragon who summarily ended Toto's life. Normally, this is where I would give a proper wrap-up for the character— but the Abbot of Misrule and the Castellan of the Condemned, to Abishai in the Abyss, made a bet about nobility. This led to Tota's resurrection, the first of many, and subsequent capture by Cronin Thistlenaut's daughter, Tewin, Cronin's Da. Tota misheard her introduction and never bothered to correct himself. From here, the story gets even more absurd. Intent on reclaiming his post in Flotsam, he returns and ends up killing his former henchman, Gildentongue, an Arach Draconian, and when he confronts his former Amphidragon Mount Hopsloth, Hopsloth eats him. <laughs> Returning to the Abyss, the devils realize their mistake, which was the wording of the bet, not, of course, using Tota for the bet, so they returned him to life yet again. This time, Tota wanted nothing to do with Flotsam. He rescues a knoll and comes across archaeologists studying ancient Irda ruins. This leaves Tota to being trapped in an ancient temple erected to contain a juggernaut, an abyssal fiend. Upon making a deal with said fiend, Tota helps him escape and enacts revenge on Hopsloth. Jugger ended up killing Hopsloth, and Tota was the unfortunate collateral damage of the incident. This returned his soul once more under the breach, as it were, and was once more returned to life with the raising of the original bet's stakes. Again. This time, Tota's one-time lackey Groag, another hobgoblin, had taken control of Flotsam in Tota's name. The archaeologists realized that the Irida runes were actually Irida pornography and published the collection under Tota's name, which was seen as a metaphor for political revolution. Yeah, seriously. And with newfound popularity, Tota led a revolution of gnolls, kender, and undead to overthrow Groag and return power to Tota. But this time, Judith, the aforementioned Hell Maiden, had had enough of the Abishai's shenanigans. She appeared and put a stop to the battle, and after everyone's insistence that Tota was actually noble, she allowed him to continue living and take command of Flotsam once more. 
Though Toto was killed many more times, he was always restored to life, and as his body aged, he became obsessed looking for rejuvenation and healing of it. His version of his own history is infinitely more glorifying and grandiose, and perhaps that's the way we should see this vile and noble creature, as a narrative juxtaposition that he is. So, I take my hat off to our protagonist and hero, Lord Toda the Wise, Saint Toda the Protector, Master of All Noble. <laughs> and that is all I have to say about Toda. Do you think he was as instrumental in introducing Raceland to Fizban as he insists? Would you read the art of pornography that was published under Toda's name? And finally, how bad of a character can you actually be when you are equally as funny? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember... Now is not the time to go delirious on me!